When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Making Podcasts Great Again. I am your tech stuff guy, Jay Nog, and we are here, of course, with El Presidente, the President of the United States of America, Mr. Donald J. Trump. Mr. President, how are you today? Very worried for our country. Our podcast is strong. No surprise there, but very worried for our country. Uh, did you have a happy Passover? Who? Your your daughter Ivanka is uh, an observant Jew, so I thought maybe oh, right, you right, spent uh, Passover with the, the matzah thing, right? Yes, the Seder plate, the matzah. It's so sad with the matzah because... This is why I say that the Jewish people, they're very smart, but they're sort of sneaky. And, you know, they give you the matzo ball soup and you love the matzo ball soup. It's like a delicious, big, you know, Mike Pence used to get so excited when he would see the ball. We don't talk to him, but he would see that big matzo ball in the soup and he would just get right into it. And it's a delicious soup. And then you go, oh, I'll have a matzo. That's like getting rid of the soup. So just give me the matzo and it should be great too. Disgusting. Like a a burnt saltine with no salt. Yeah, matzah isn't the, the most delicious thing, but you're not allowed to eat bread, so you have to eat the matzah. Which is good. I approve of that because I said to uh, I said to Ivan because she was wearing a nice dress, and I said, you know, your rear end is looking a little African-American right now. Maybe <laughs> trimming on some of the carbs would help. So I think this is, I think Passover is a good, uh, you know, sort of a good diet plan for Ivanka. It's a good holiday for her physique. It is, you know, That's more good. more squats, less carbs. So you you did go to a seder, I'm assuming, or Who? no? Who's seder? Darth seder? <laughs> I am your Jew, Luke. No, uh, a seder is what you call. You think Darth Vader was Jewish? No. Well, I don't. I don't know. Were there any Jews in? the galaxy where their religion, I don't think there was really much religion. Like you didn't really see Christians or Jews during star Wars. Uh, sounds like a very Democrat sort of science fiction. <laughs> I bet they'd like that little Ewoks running around job of the hut. You know, I didn't know you were such a star Wars fan. No. Well, you know, when, when my first wife was trying to learn English, she wanted to go to the movies and, that was, you know, those were the big movies. All right. It's understandable. Mr. President, we do have a new president for, of the podcast of uh, the Perfect Ten Patreon Patriots. We have a new president. Um, is an African-American president named Rudley with the hard R. How it's actually you... pronounced African-American. Can we, oh, we need okay. to pronounce African-American. it? African-American. Right? Oh, very and... good. And I wanted to know how you felt about our new president and how you felt that he was an African-American. Okay, look, 
the fake news has been calling me racist for so long. People accept it. We are so not racist. We, are so, we now have the president, okay, of our podcast. Well, not the, you know, the Patreon patriots. Right. Is an African-American, okay? Sleepy Joe doesn't have a podcast. And I can tell you, he probably wouldn't have an African-American running it if he did. And so that's two strikes against Sleepy Joe. But we are so not racist. We're very proud of our African-American, okay? Uh, if it wasn't the Zoom, I would have, you know, given him a nice pat on the head and said, good job. And, you know, so just because, we're, you know, we're going to obviously observe him a little more strictly okay, just, than you, we you did Tom you... Fitz, Excuse me. Tom Fitzgerald, you know, we didn't really observe him. We sort of trusted him. You know, so Radley, we're going to watch a little more careful. Like if the podcast were a department store, we might just have somebody sort of watching the presidency of Radley to make sure it goes very strongly. And I have no doubt that it will. But, you know, Tom Fitzgerald was the sort of president where you sort of, you know, always oh, we're going to let Tom be Tom and go look at things. But we're just going to have a little more because it's his first month with Radley. No, no racism. But we're just going to sort of monitor his presidency very carefully, very strongly. You said you were going to pat him on the head like he is your uh, St. Bernard. Uh, what do you mean you're going to pat no, him No, no, his name's Rudley, not Bernard. I know, but you, you talked about him like he was an animal, how you're going to pat him on the head. Um, I can't believe the tech stuff people sent us are racist. I am not racist. You're the one no, who well, said I, it. Well, I just heard what you said, and I don't even want to repeat it. That's how disgraceful <laughs> I thought it was. So I think we should move on because what you just said was – Probably the most offensive thing I've ever heard. I swear on the souls of Jeffrey Epstein and Roy Den Hollander that that is probably the worst thing I've heard on this podcast. All right. Uh, that, that's that's totally fine. Um, Rudley is our new president, and um, it's unfortunate that you need someone to follow him around the store when you let Tom Fitzgerald have free reign of the store. But well, Tom Fitzgerald, you know, maybe if he ever became president again, we'd have to revise that. But the truth is, until he messed up, it was a powerful. Pro I will admit this. Okay, we're not happy with what he did, missing a very important, critical Q and A, perfect ten Patreon meeting. But until then, he was almost a you know almost as good a podcast. Patriot president as I was a president. He was almost to that level. So, but you know, it's a cutthroat business. Some would call it a deep throat business. And you don't, you have to, you know, there's no room for mistakes. So we're going to watch Rudley with a hard R very carefully. And I have no doubt that he'll succeed, but you know, he may not. And we'll deal with it uh, at that time. Okay. You, you don't, seem to have too much confidence in Rudley as being I, no no you, excuse me excuse me I have very strong confidence very strong confidence but you're going to watch him like a hawk and you said that Tom Fitzgerald is waiting in the wings I said no such thing I said that as you know Tom Fitzgerald is now our vice president of the Patreon Patriots uh, but it's a tough job Okay, it's a lot tougher than being tech stuff guy, that I can tell you. <laughs> so we're just going to provide Rudley with the observation and support uh, to try and see that his presidency is a success. I don't see why that's bad. 
Well, Rudley, uh, congratulations again on uh, being president of the Perfect Ten. And I don't know why at this point people should be, they really should be part of the Perfect Tens. I know. It's it's unfortunate. They missed a, a great bonus episode and all the Perfect Tens out there really enjoyed it. We got a lot of messages, so um, we're going to do more fun stuff like that throughout the year. Um, you, you made a, a speech at a, a, there was a wedding in Mar-a-Lago and you made a speech at this wedding. The bride was not very attractive. (laughs) Okay. But, but I kept that to myself. It's called, it's called, uh, you know, being nice. But you, you made a speech at this wedding and you powerful speech. You just rallied and lashed out against president biden that's that's all you did so would you say like congratulations um and then you just made it a political statement for yourself well here's the thing if you have a wedding at mar-a-lago okay you're hoping that i show up okay (laughs) i think you would agree with that you don't book mar-a-lago and go oh i'm part of the radical left i thought bernie sanders would come in here and you know, we'd all get to drink of Nancy Pelosi and AOC's breast milk in some sort of socialist orgy. Now, you go to you go to Mar-a-Lago because you want to see Russian hookers and you want to see Donald J. Trump. Okay, so they were getting what they what they wanted. Okay, and by the way, if anybody out there listening wants their wedding at Mar-a-Lago for only an additional hundred thousand dollars, you get the presidential package, which is I show up, I do a toast at your wedding. And then I get to have a threesome with two of your bridesmaids that I choose, but we videotape it and send it to everybody, you know, so they can watch it during the uh, next morning brunch. Okay. All right. Well, that's, you're that's, not getting many wedding packages better than that. I mean, that's I mean, a great deal. I guess you're right. If you get married in Vegas, you want the Elvis impersonator. You get married at Disney World. You want Mickey Mouse to show up. So if you get married at Mar-a-Lago, you definitely want President Trump showing up. And uh, were, were, and, and Russian hooker, Russian hookers. Right, of course. Was the, the couple thrilled to have you at the wedding? Oh, they were thrilled. I mean, the guy was so thrilled. Um, he, he didn't seem too happy when I said, oh, that's who you're marrying? Eesh. But... Uh, <laughs> No, they were very happy. They were, they were so, you know, think about it this way. If you're a patriot, meeting your president is the greatest thing ever. But if you're a patriot getting married at the president's home, basically, I don't think there's any better situation possible. And you have it on tape when you're making the speech. That's something that can go into your album. That's something to go into plus your wedding the video. Sex, plus the sex tape with the bridesmaids after. Right. That can go on as, uh, I don't know, uh, for the director's cut or uh, extra. The Snyder scenes. cut, which we reviewed this week on Rotten Oranges, by the way. Yes, you got a lot of great uh, feedback from your reviews. People were saying it was the best movie review it, ever. It, it was the best. I will say this uh it was the best movie review episode, I think, that uh, I've done for, this, for the Patriots. Congratulations, Mr. President. Nomadland and the Snyder Cut. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I don't have the endurance to sit through the Snyder Cut, and I'm not really a big superhero guy. Well, let so. me tell you, when I got to that, I, I called him the Snyder C-word. <laughs> it was uh, a lot of time. So the, this wedding at Mar-a-Lago, um, you, you used it for... 
political purposes and you got good feedback from the couple and I understand the couple would want you to speak but if it was me and I I'm a huge fan and if well, you no, were- here's the excuse me here's the thing that you don't understand the generosity because the truth is when you get married at Mar-a-Lago in the con- excuse me <clears throat> in the contract okay mm-hmm. we said we have great lawyers who write up these contracts actually in one of the clauses I am allowed to have the marital bed first. I got this from, remember Braveheart? Great movie, Braveheart. Prima, we call it Trumpa Nocta. And it means that I get to have sex with the bride on the wedding night first, no condom. And I waived that at it being generous, but also because she was very unattractive. So I said, here's what we'll do. I will take your two hottest bridesmaids and you can have your ugly wife. Oh, I didn't know there was negotiating involved. Well, there's always a, come on, there's always a, they signed the contract. I could have, if I had wanted to, if I wanted to be really tough, I could have held that to them. I could have held that clause, just popped a few Viagra, closed my eyes and, you know, impregnated his wife on their (laughs) wedding night. But I didn't because it's called being a gentleman. Well, that is very uh, gentlemanly of you. And then I screamed at them while I was making passionate, strong love to the bridesmaids. And I yelled out to the groom outside remember gladiator yes you I, ye- I yelled out no i yelled out am i not merciful <laughs> you know because i was letting him have his own wife his own ugly wife on his wedding night sparta is 300 by the way that's mike that's pence's, right that's mike pence's favorite gladiator movie that's, that's right um that's great, Mr. President. Now, I know you can't be too happy with this, that there is a billboard right outside of Mar-a-Lago, and right now it currently says in big letters, trans lives are precious. What are your thoughts on this giant billboard right outside Mar-a-Lago? Well, we're putting up a rival black uh, a billboard that says, precious is a fat black. <laughs> And we'll see who likes which which billboard people like better. It's a pretty funny idea for a rifle billboard. <laughs> you know, because what I've learned about the radical left is not only do they have all these causes, what we're going to start doing, this is a, a powerful strategy that we're working with right now. We are going, we are going to use humor against the left because the left has become so anti-comedy that I will start doing jokes to fight. I'm not going to argue with them over their dumb billboard. I'm just going to say, okay, well, if you think that's precious, actually we'll put an actually in front of it, you know, like a little snotty girl, (laughs) actually precious is a fat black. Are you saying actually is a person? No, no, actually like, well, actually, you know, like like some of the dumb chicks that, are, that I'm going to sleep with when I get divorced from melatonin. Okay. You, you never heard somebody say, you say, uh, I think this was a good movie. And then, you, and then some woman, a young lady will go, well, actually, it wasn't that good. So I'm just going to put like, actually, like a, like a bitchy. It's called in grammar. It's called a bitchy, actually. Ah, well... Mr. Pre- I, I love that idea for a billboard that should be hilarious right outside Mar-a-Lago with a, a rival billboard. I like how you're going to build your own billboard to rival that billboard. 
That's um, I have billions of dollars and the left is scared to death of them. Now, speaking of billions of dollars, billions. You, can, you can win with a, y, with a strong billions y. of dollars. Um, you can win all that money on betonline.ag. Um, what a sponsor. I bet on betonline.ag. The president uses betonline.ag. It's the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. And right now, there's a lot of sports going on. We don't have football, but we do have NBA, which is uh, going to the playoffs soon. We have the end of March Madness right now. NHL and baseball is right around the corner. So many things to bet on. Plus, they cover awards, TV shows, reality TV, so you can bet on those things too. Plus, they have a casino. You can bet on blackjack, uh, roulette. They have all different casino games as well. Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first episode, on your first episode, your first deposit. CLNS. 50 use clns 50 to receive your 50 percent welcome bonus for your first deposit so that's 50 percent extra money on your first deposit to use for betting it's awesome bet online your online sportsbook experts that's code clns 50 bet online your online sportsbook experts clns 50 people use it now mr president um our next uh, piece of news um, COVID right now President Biden thinks that he can um, vaccinate 200 you know, million there's Americans something you keep doing on this podcast that I, that I and I know many of our great listeners find very disrespectful on this podcast yes he is known as trespasser in chief <laughs> or sleepy Joe as, okay. there's no there's no third option so just please correct yourself okay before you wreck yourself okay i don't want to wreck myself so sleepy uh, you're coming joe. pretty close to wrecking yourself sleepy joe is uh most likely he's trying to vaccinate 200 million americans in his first 100 days also he wants to reinstate mask mandates in uh in all states and wants the governors to reinstate them i know they've been lifted in some states and i heard florida doesn't even look like there's a pandemic down there it's uh it's like 1985 um there are other states that still have it new york if you want to go into a public place you have to wear your mask i know texas i think it's being lifted right now uh what what are your thoughts on this it's for the american safety i know you do not speak up about the vaccinations you don't speak up about how you've been vaccinated um tell us your thoughts on this masks are for complete and utter pathetic pussies but if you want to wear one that's okay you know i'm not going to tell you not to wear one but uh no i don't think it should be mandatory i think sleepy joe that's first they tell you to wear masks next thing they know they're forcing you to have abortions and uh, murdering your children and uh, bulldozing your homes and creating a communist socialist uh, nightmare. You think it's going that extreme? I, I think since Sleepy Joe has been in office, I think COVID has only gotten better in our country. 
The cases have gone down. People are getting vaccinated. Sleepy Joe's person today, one of his women that he hired, he's like, oh, look at me. I hired women. I'm so not sleepy. He, <laughs> he hired a woman who is saying she thinks we're headed for like a doomsday scenario that we should prepare for a fourth wave, a fourth wave. Sleepy Joe Biden is giving us a fourth wave. That's real successful. I don't know how that's possible since people are going to be vaccinated. I mean, more people are with any of these waves. No one was vaccinated. Now it doesn't matter if there's, I, I don't understand. It's the people who aren't vaccinated. They might get COVID. Okay. But it's not going to really affect the States that are highly vaccinated. Well, you know what? We'll see. We'll see what happens. But you know, people from Florida, they like to travel. I think what we're dealing with in Florida is, is so beautiful. I think it's so beautiful. They never stopped going to the gym. They never stopped having sex. They never stopped partying. So I think I said this before on the podcast, I think we're headed to a beautiful idiot baby boom where we're going to have a generation of strong, stupid, horny, uh, Trump loving babies being born in Florida in like six to 12 months. Now, do you think it, well, I want to ask you this. If someone walks around Mar-a-Lago and you see them and they're wearing a mask, what do you do and what is the protocol for Mar-a-Lago if someone's wearing a mask there? Man or woman? Let's go with a man first. Get the hell out of here. If, if a woman is wearing the mask. Is she attractive? Let's call her a seven. Get the hell out of here. Let's call her an eight. Turn around. No, nope, get good. the hell out of here. <laughs> Let's say she's a nine. Well, hello, miss. Why are you wearing a mask? Is this part of some sort of role play? Like, you know, you want Donald Trump to dominate a progressive hottie? And if so, it turns out to be like a role play thing, we'll do an eyes wide shut. Like, oh, look at me. I'm AOC wearing a mask at Mar-a-Lago. What are you going to do to me, Mr. President? So you think the mask they're wearing it not for safety from COVID? You think it's trying to get you to role play in the bedroom with them, and that's a very passive aggressive way of showing you? Well, you know what else am I supposed to assume? I mean, obviously, when I see some woman walking around hot with a mask on Mar-a-Lago, I grab her, I take her into the nearest bedroom, and we have great powerful sex. <laughs> and if she says, uh, you know. Oh no, this isn't what I meant. I go, Oh, but it's still part of the role play. Strong role play. Good commitment to the role play. <laughs> so there's a, there's no masks in Mar-a-Lago. Was it, were there ever masks in Mar-a-Lago over the past year? I would have some of our uglier staff members wear masks of attractive people. So the I'm a Mission Impossible too, where they had the very good masks. We have those. So if you were like a good worker but not attractive, I would go here, put on this mask. So your mask mandates were based on looks and not based on COVID. Correct. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, um, in other COVID news, your former uh, pandemic coordinator. Dr. Burks, do you remember her? Uh, we call her Scarf Bitch. 
because you always wore a scarf. Because you wore and a lot she, of scarves. And you didn't and you didn't like her. She reminded me of Snarf on the Thundercats. <laughs> so when she would walk into a room, I would go, Scarf, Scarf. <laughs> Now, she made a statement that suggested that your your restraint dealing with COVID costs um, our country thousands of lives. What do you have to say about that? If I was not president, okay, this is why I never liked Deborah Burks. If I was not president, we would have lost 14 billion American lives. 14 billion. I don't know how you're going to make more Americans to kill. I don't understand. Well, there were so many Americans having babies because they love the Trump economy so much. By the way, are you expecting a baby with your wife? Uh, we are expecting a daughter. And, look at, and you're a radical left tech stuff guy. And even you acknowledge <laughs> I'm not radical that, anything. Excuse me. Excuse me. Radical, radical left tech. That's what we're calling you. And <laughs> It's the total opposite of Idaho Militia Christian Bible State Tech College, uh, which is a great school, by the way. I'm doing the commencement speech there in uh, a couple of months. But uh, in fact, I think we should probably put that out at some point now that I think of it. Uh, we should live stream my commencement address at Idaho. Idaho Militia Christian, as they, you know, that's what they call it for short. But uh, now, what were we talking about, Burks? Yes. Oh, no. So you, as a radical left tech person. Oh, yes. With a child. You, I'm having you, a baby. You, even you, under the Trump, under the great Trump economy, said, okay, it's, it's never going to get better than this. And there were literally billions of people around the world and in this country saying, we have to have a bigger family because Donald J. Trump is so great. And, you know, so I saved all those lives. I saved many lives that would have been murdered by China. So, no, I think Deborah Burks is stupid. And I say to her, scarf, scarf. <laughs> but Mr. President, she. And then, you know what? When, when Melatonin would walk in, I'd say, Thundercats, ho. <laughs> and I called Ben Carson Panthro because he was clearly a black, blue panther. <laughs> and then I have sex with my Chitara sex doll. But Mr. President, Dr. Burks, I, I your your all your um your your callbacks of, of Lionel and the crew and Thundercats, I'm very impressive. Um oh, I didn't but, mention Lionel. I know wasn't there another annoying one who had like a there's always some stupid comic book character that has a staff. You know, I remember how Donatello had had a staff. Yeah. I know all these because we would watch the cartoons at Jeffrey Epstein's house. <laughs> so I just sort of absorbed a lot of that uh who is your favorite Ninja Turtle? My favorite one? Yeah. I like the, I like the Jewish rat, Splinter. <laughs> you just like the rat? You don't like any of the turtles? Uh, no, Shredder. Shredder was very powerful, very tough. Mr. President, I, I'm sorry to change. We talked about the wedding before. Did you take flowers from the wedding and put them in your house? Oh, you saw that? Yes. Yes, I did. You know, I, I thought I deserved a souvenir from the wedding besides the sex tape. So I said, you know, in the, 
the bride was carrying the flowers out and I said, I'll be taking those, darling. <laughs> Before she threw them over her over her head, you just took her bouquet. No, no, she she did the throwing thing. She was terrible. Oh, okay. Very unathletic woman. She like didn't even reach the other people with the with the bouquet. But then she was walking out with some flowers and I said, Excuse me, I will take those. And she said, No, but I was gonna give them to my grandmother who's in the hospital. And I said, Well, you can go to a florist like everyone else. These are my flowers. That's that's really it's called strength tech stuff, guy. It's called strength. Well, Mr. President, we have a couple more stories. Um, Also, again, congratulations to Rudley, our our new Patreon president. And everyone out there, if you're not on the Patreon, I would join it now. Patreon.com slash MPGA. Sign up whatever level is good for you. We have bonus episodes, special guests. Please let us know if if you have any intel on Rudley, maybe not doing a great job. We'd love to hear. Or if he's doing a great job, we'd love to hear comments on his presidency. Yes. So please let us know. Also check out our website, mpgapod.com. Our t-shirts are half off. We are going to be making new shirts once you sell out. They're almost out and we are going to make a special shirt. I'm sure you guys know what it is, but we're not going to announce it yet. And um, check that out. Also join our subscribe to our YouTube page. We have tons of videos on our YouTube page, full episodes, plush clips, um, Lots of more content for free. So check that out as well. Mr. President, very uh, sad thing happened over the last summer with uh, with George Floyd, um, who was basically murdered by a police officer in, uh, on camera. And uh, the man who did it, uh, Derek Chavon, is, is now on trial. And the trial started. I remember when I gave that beautiful speech about George Floyd looking down on our economy and smiling. Yes, it was very a lot uh, better than Obama singing "Amazing Grace" at a church. That I can tell you. Um, what are your thoughts on this trial? Well, you know, I think what happened was a disgrace and a very sad thing, and uh, we're going to let the we're going to let the the court do a proper trial, and we'll see what happens. Do you think he should be put to death, or do you think he should serve life in prison? It's a good question. He, uh, no, he looks more like a he looks more like a ten years in prison with probation sort of criminal. Ten, ten, ten years for murdering someone on video. He and then li- and pro- and, excuse me and probation. You for, yeah, notice how you left out the probation. Of course you did. <laughs> Radical left tech stuff guy. That's not radical left. This man murdered someone in cold blood on the streets. Even this person was screaming. He couldn't breathe. And the person still um, was uh, George was cuffed and he still had a knee on his neck. He wasn't going to do anything. You can't do anything when you're cuffed and you're on your stomach. Well, and that's crazy because cuffing season isn't even till the winter. Mr. President handcuffs he had hand he was handcuffed behind okay well you said excuse me you're you're using different terms okay he was handcuffed behind his back i don't you remember this we spoke about this and i have said that this is a horrible incident and i'm gonna let the trial play out okay i don't know what else you want me to say but we the evidence we are seeing the evidence we saw already what is there well that's part of the evidence you haven't seen the reports you haven't seen 
uh, other evidence, other uh, toxicology, they call it. You, you know, we're going to look into uh, many different things, but I hope justice is done and uh, we'll see what happens. But what other evidence do you need? The evidence everyone saw. It doesn't matter if he was high on weed. It doesn't matter if he was high on PCP. No one deserves, deserves to be murdered. But I think it also depends on other evidence. They'll decide what degree he's culpable. Well, when you're leaning, what was it nine minutes? When you're leaning on someone's neck? Eight minutes and 46 seconds. See, this is what the radical left does. They make it sound so much worse. <laughs> I know. I rounded up those, those 14 seconds. But you... Why can't you just come out and say that he should be guilty and he should rot in hell? I don't understand why you're giving uh, him excuse me, a as pass, a, almost as a it feels Christ, like. As a great Christian, I believe in forgiveness, and I don't want somebody to rot in hell if they don't deserve it. And I also think, you know, I think John McCain is rotting in hell, that's for sure. But, you know, that's I don't want to... horrible, but okay. Well, you were just, excuse me, you were just, you were just suggesting someone else should be in hell. Are you comparing the man who murdered George Floyd to John McCain? Because someone's a murderer and Excuse someone me. is a hero of our country. No, no, I'm not, because I would never insult someone by comparing <laughs> them to John McCain. Uh, he's a one of a kind son of a bitch. But uh, no, I'm just saying we'll let the trial play out. We'll let the jury of his peers decide what level of guilt he has. And uh, I will accept that. What you watched the video, what level of guilt do you think he has? You think he has a 10 year sentence with probation kind of guilt or life in prison kind of guilt? Maybe in between. I'll, I'll say in between. Should he die in prison? a good question i know <laughs> well the issue is do you think he wanted do you think he was being reckless do you think he was being vicious or do you think he was actually intending to murder him as he stood do you think he meant to murder him in front of bystanders um i think he didn't mind if he was dead and he killed him. I don't think he was, he had the knee on his neck saying, I'm going to murder this person right now. But I think he said, if this person dies right now, it's fine. Well, then, no, then, then that's, then we would introduce the Drago defense. If he dies, he dies, which is, as you know, the Drago defense. So now, no, I would actually say acquittal by way of the Drago defense. If he dies, he dies is the Drago defense. It's very, well making... known in Ru it's very well known in Russian. Law. But it's not well known. You can do that in Putinville, but you can't do that here. You can't do that in the United States and, and, and say, that okay, I'm that's, gonna... very dis that's very, excuse me. That's very disrespectful to Vladimir Putin. It's not called Putinville. It's called Putin Tang. <laughs> Get the city right. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I'm sorry that tickled me. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. Well, that's <laughs> why you have the show with me and that's Sleepy Joe. Uh, all right. Mr. Prism, I'm going to go to our, our last piece of news. You are um, you do spit bars. You are a music aficionado. You do have lots of friends in the hip-hop game. You are going to be making a label, Jim Crow Records. Now, how do you feel about Little Nas X? Let me put it to you this way. <laughs> Mike Pence... Big fan. Okay. And I think you know Mike Pence and I don't get along too well. Uh, so, no, he's uh, Lil Nas X is a one hit. I call, you know what I call him? I call him a one hit blunder. Why is that? You don't think he's going to produce any more hits? No. Nah. I think he may he not produce his, any as big had, as that first. He had one. his nice elementary school rap. And <laughs> I, you know, you know what he should do next is team up with John Legend for the worst song ever. <laughs> now, did you happen to catch his new sneakers? Um, Nike sued him. They're, they're black sneakers. He calls them the devil or something like that. And there is blood in the soles of the sneakers. And have you seen the sneakers and what do you think of them? I have seen the sneakers. Here's what I think of these sneakers. I think Nas X, okay, who, you know, he was obviously trying to rip off Lil Wayne, my great friend Lil Wayne, and then the rapper Nas and uh, Malcolm X. I think he thought if, uh, if I just combine names of people who actually had something to say, maybe they'll treat me seriously. I think he's a disgrace. I think he's doing this to be sensational because... He's got very minimal talent. And he, and he sort of, you know, he came out as like, uh, look at me, I'm the, I'm the flamboyant, pink, gay, rap, cowboy guy. And even that couldn't sustain his fame. So now he's like, okay, they don't care anymore that I'm the pink, flamboyant, African-American, cowboy, bad rapper. So why don't I put blood in my sneakers and call them devil shoes? So, Satan shoes, I'm sorry, called Satan oh, sa shoes. Satan shoes, you know. It's a, it's a total, it's a, it's a weak move. I, you know, he's obviously trying to be, you know, everybody's trying to copy the Trump brand. Okay. Say sensational things on social media, but you have to have a real talent for it the way I do. Little Nas X doesn't have the hip hop talent and he doesn't have my social media talent. Well, I don't know if the shoes are a joke because he says you guys don't get my sense of humor. Um, I don't know if it's a joke, but it does look like a ripoff of Air Max uh, 97s. I think that was the year. And he, do he does put a Nike swoosh on them. So I think it possibly these sneakers could be a joke. But people, of course, say that when you're getting sued uh, by the biggest sneaker company in the world. So I, I don't know. Do you think it's a joke? Do you think he was really trying to sell these? I, res I, re I respect the company Nike for taking this action. And when it comes to Lil Nas X's, I would pronounce Nike with a hard R. But Nike doesn't have an R in it. It does the way I say it. <laughs>
Would you buy Mike Pence those shoes for his birthday if they were real? I would throw one of the shoes at Mike Pence's head. Who had a shoe for? Was it was it George Bush who had a, th- a shoe thrown at him during a press? Oh, conference? very good. Look, it's, it's we got history history student <laughs> tech stuff guy. No, history buff tech stuff guy. <laughs> uh, so you'd be you'd be recreating history. History would repeat itself, except to be a vice president, ex vice president with a little Nas X shoe hitting the side of his dome. <laughs> exactly. Stupid Pence. Uh, so, so I thought you were, you, you were, you guys were getting along these days. Not really. He's still a very annoying person. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. I thought um, you guys were boys again, but unfortunately it's not the case. He probably wants, he probably wants to do, do a duet with little Nas X. You can feel free. Do you think he would have little Nas X on his podcast? That would be a great he, guest. I, I think he'd have him uh, somewhere else besides his podcast. <laughs> I thought you were going to say something else. That'd be a great guest for little Nas for uh, Mike Pence to have little Nas X on his podcast. Now, Mr. President, I appreciate you again spending so much time with us uh, this past week with your the movie review show. Plus, we had the the bonus episode last week that went a little long. And, and uh, there's and a powerful episode. video going up uh, for the Perfect Tens on Wednesday. Ah, very nice. So, again, everyone, so much uh, extra content, bonus material, patreon.com slash mpga. And check out the website, mpgapod.com. Grab a shirt or at least subscribe to the YouTube channel and uh, tons of free content on the YouTube channel as well. And uh, leave a rating and review like always. Um, no, no, excuse me. Not like always. We need, we have like been, you used to do, like you guys used like to you do. Like you used to do when you cared, when you respected your president. We have been, we went from 1494 after about two months at 1494. Uh, we went up to 1496. Such strong work, everybody. You did two whole ratings and zero reviews. Give me a break. Give us a bunch of ratings and reviews this week, or we may boycott. It's 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 free. It's it's free to do. Just just it helps us out. You don't have to pay for it. Just write, love the show, and give a five star rating. That's all you got to do. It takes two minutes of your time, and it really helps out the podcast. And uh, you can follow me at JNog on all social media. And you can follow this podcast at TrumpPod as well. Mr. President, any, uh, any parting words, any news you have to share with the listeners? The floor is yours. Hello, everybody. This is your president. Hello, guys. It's JL. Um, only thing I'll say this week is if you would please be, uh, as soon as you listen to this episode, whether you're a Patreon person or if you're a Wednesday listener, my monthly newsletter is going out from my website on Thursday with some show links and some other stuff. April's a very busy month for me, and it's also a, a, my birthday month. So as a birthday present, please, even if you do it after April 1st, there'll be monthly announcements of live shows throughout the year. Just go to the website, jlcomedy.com, scroll down the homepage, and just shoot your email into the uh, into the newsletter, I'd greatly appreciate it because that's the best way to know that you're hearing about all important things from me and not relying on social media algorithms. So 
thank you for that. And that's, that's my only announcement. So thank you. Thank you, Jay. Mr. President, Next I have one up. more oh. thing I forgot to, yes. uh, I never have anything to promote, but um, if you're in Queens or New York city, we're going to be at Bel Air diner. We're going to hopefully start this up again. April 10th, April 24th, two times in April, a hundred seats outdoors. So if you don't want to go inside to watch a comedy show outside under the stars in Astoria, that's at the Bel Air diner in Astoria. And it's April 10th and April 24th at 7 PM. Awesome acts, comedy central, um, Netflix. We, we have great acts on the show. So, Clubs um, and colleges. No, we, I'll, I'll tell you the lineup, but I don't want I want to be a surprise when you see the flyer. So we have awesome lineups and um, possibly um, May might be a super duper show that everyone's going to come out to. So we'll uh, we'll see about that. Um, because I, April 24th was a pathetic comedian's birthday. So he said, please let me do May instead, <laughs> sir. <laughs> and that's all the plugs I got. So uh you follow me at Jane Og and I list all the info there. Thank you, Mr. President. You're not welcome. <laughs> uh, okay, guys. Well, thank you for listening as always. Uh, and uh, God help us all.